Do you want to just feel better? Come and listen to my first ever podcast, How to Feel Better, and an introduction to the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Hi, I'm Lisa Barwise, ex-business coach turned wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst in helping busy women to become stronger in mind, body and character. It wasn't that long ago that I too lacked motivation, strength or the persistence needed to set and achieve goals in both my health, fitness and my body shape. Fast forward 10 years in studying human potential, nutrition, fitness and strength training and creating my own approach to women's wellness through Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training delivered in our unique community studio as well as our online tribe with the Warrior Goddess Body Program. I now help thousands of women locally and globally to become the best versions of themselves without the fear of grind, guilt or burnout. This is the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Well, welcome here, goddesses. So I wanted to, to start a podcast for a very long time. And interestingly, um, I like to turn challenges into opportunities. And this is why I have decided to not only uh, record my first ever podcast, but to release it during this time. I want to be a force of good in the world. Always have done. It is just um, what I think is my purpose and my passion. Um, but really... I feel like I have a lot to say. If anybody knows me, knows that one of my greatest strengths in life is to be able to talk, um, but also to be able to deliver value, to be supportive, to really try to help. That's really what my underlying purpose and goal for um, with regards to not only this podcast, but pretty much in everything that I do. So um, you will have heard my introduction there. This podcast, the Goddess Got Goals podcast came as a realization that um, as women, we really do struggle to um, stay motivated towards things that we want. So whether that be even starting with you know, declaring what it is that we want in life to be able to even be okay with wanting more, um, but also to stay motivated towards that. Um, but also with this constant fear or worry of pushing ourselves too much, of grinding ourselves to burnout, um, the constant feelings of guilt that we have, the worry, the fears, the frustrations, all of the emotions that women feel on a daily basis. I really just wanted to be a voice of positivity within that um, to provide you with actionable um, content, with some tips, with some advice, all of those sorts of things to help you to achieve your health goals, your fitness goals, your body shape goals um, as it you know, as it is to help you to be the best version of you. That's what we say um, at any of our programs uh, in Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training or in our Warrior Goddess Body programs is it's helping you to become the best version of you, whether that is through how you feel in terms of your confidence, whether it's your strength inside or outside, um, or this mental strength, mental character as well. So our episodes are going to be a mixture of things. I'm, I'm going to just kind of go with what feels good, but we're going to talk a lot about mindset stuff because that's the stuff that I think really helps people to, to grow and change. I also think in this current 
situation that we have um, at the time of publishing this podcast. We are um, in the midst of a pandemic. Um, We are self-isolating or social distancing. Um, And I really just felt like it was the time for me to use, as I said, my power of good to help to dilute all that negative stream of fear and panic um, and all the stuff that your brain loves to uh, and gets excited by consuming and dilute that and possibly um, not only dilute it but maybe actually give you a source of alternative information to help you to stay positive during this time, to help you to stay calm, to help you to focus on what you can do, to stay in control of your thoughts, to stay in um, the ability to, you know, to still achieve something and maybe turn this um, scary and negative time into something that is positive or something that is um, that you can focus on that maybe you've been wanting to do for, for quite a long time. So that's what this first, first podcast is all going to be about is really, you know, introducing you to um, what we're going to be talking about and um, how long we're going to be doing it. I'm going to try to do um, a podcast maybe every day for the next week um, and see how that works. And then I'm going to settle on a weekly time. I'm thinking of a Thursday, but we'll see how we go. But first of all, if you are actually listening to this, thank you so very much um, for the support, for the the belief in me and in the, you know, the information and the community that we've created. Um, I know that a lot of my goddesses will be listening because they are my my biggest fans, but also my biggest supporters. So, um, and we call ourselves goddesses because why the heck not? I mean, if you do not feel like a goddess in your life for at least 10 minutes a day, what the heck are you doing? Like, seriously, what are you doing? So, um, hey there, goddesses. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be talking today just generally about what we're going to be doing, uh, share a little bit about our journey and the uh, the journey that we've had as part of Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training, how I serve my community and our tribe with our Goddess Got Goals challenges and what we focus on. And maybe I'm going to give you a little bit of a challenge too or um, get you to take action today because I really do want this to be a little bit more about not just me, rambling on uh, and trying to talk with you and and help you um, and give you solid, you know, facts or information. Um, But I also want something to be actionable. I want you to feel like you are not only getting value, but that the tips or the advice that I get that you can plug that into your daily life uh, and actually see a result, actually see something change, positively move, that sort of thing. Yeah. So we're going to be focusing on that. Um, and yeah, we're going to cover mindset, we're going to cover nutrition, we're going to cover fitness and strength training, and we're going to bust a heck of a lot of myths. Um, I'm also hoping to bring in some interviews with other podcasters or or authors or people in the health and wellness field, um, and just to provide, you know, a balance of of information um, again where you can take action again where you can apply it to your life so that's practical so that it's realistic um, and so that you actually feel like you get value from listening how about that so goddesses let's get started with today so today I really just want to chat with how to feel better 
So amidst all of the chaos, amidst all of the panic and the constant stream of negativity, what can you do right now to feel better? And I thought this was a good place to start because ultimately that is all we're motivated to do. If you think about what our goals are on a daily basis, we just want to feel better. We want to feel like we are trying to live our best life. We're trying to be the best versions of ourselves. We uh, want to be the best mums. We want to be the best sisters or daughters or partners or wives. We want to be the best you know, colleagues, we want to be the best at our jobs. If we're serving people through our own businesses, we want to be the best entrepreneurs. You know, whatever it is, we do strive to be the best that we can be, um, whether we realize that or not. But ultimately, it comes down to just wanting to feel better. So what can we do now? in this midst of all this chaos, in the midst all of this panic to actually feel better. So I listen to a lot of podcasts myself. I would listen to a podcast a day. Um, and all of the podcasts I listen to are very positive, practical people. I will share my favorite podcasts with you too, so you can go along and listen to them. Um, and I'm going to be creating show notes for each of my podcasts on the blog. I'm going to get really fancy with that. Uh, so anything that I do talk about, I will try to add links and stuff like that in there. Um, but the key thing that I wanted to talk about that I've learned through the most amazing podcast that I've been listening to daily is um, from a lady called Brooke Castillo of the Life School podcast, the Life School podcast. Um, and she has done a series recently on handling chaos. And I loved that she committed to a daily podcast during these times to help and support her coaches and to help and support her community, which she has a very large community. She's been podcasting for a long time. Um, but what I really loved about what she was able to say over these last couple of days is that um, the actionable stuff. So understanding what, first of all, is going on within your body, in your mind, um, why you are feeling the feelings that you're feeling, um, how the thoughts that you're thinking are, are controlling those feelings and how you can break that pattern. And this is a lot of what I had learned during my own human potential studies that I did uh, I studied human potential for over five years and human potential study is basically helping people to be the best versions of themselves, um, helping them to set goals so that they can achieve and be more so that they can tap into their full potential. That's what it's really about. So goal setting was a massive part of it. And that's why I actually believe that I have achieved what I have achieved given my own circumstances. If you don't know much about me or you have never met me before, where the heck have you been? Only joking. Um, but I have been a, uh, I am 44 years old this year, believe it or not. I am a single parent to my son, Josh, who will be 14 this year. Um, I'm also an orphan. My parents both died from um, degenerative diseases that I do believe could have been prevented with lifestyle change. Uh, they died within less than 12 months of each other, uh, one with cirrhosis of the liver and the other with cancer. And both of these diseases I know could definitely have been prevented by better nutrition choices and lifestyle choices. Um, my mother was a heavy drinker and smoker um, and had seven children. She was the definition of pouring from an empty cup every single day of her life. Uh, whereas my dad 
wouldn't have been a big drinker when I knew him. I was the youngest of the seven children, um, but was in the Navy um, and um, traveled a lot. In fact, we had moved house 13 times by the age of 11. By the time I was 11 years old, I'd moved house um, 13 times. And interestingly, I still have that in me. I can't stay in one house or one country for very long. Um, and I'm very proud that the house that I now own and live in, although I've lived in it four or five different occasions, we've actually uh, stuck at it for a little while um, and haven't moved for, I think, over three years, which is quite a big one for us. <laughs> so um, I have to say that that's one thing that I do try is provide a stable environment for Josh. However, I just have that need to move and to grow. So the fact that we're in our studio for three years, that I'm in this house for uh, just over three years, as I think the fourth time we've lived in this house, um, we have rented out and moved and lived in different places. Um, it's quite a big achievement for me. I'm very proud of that. Um, but also, um, I have, I do own my own business. I have been a qualified personal trainer for five years. We, uh, I've been teaching kettlebell training and kettlebell classes for those five years. And, um, the last three years, um, coming on three years, we have done that through our own studio in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Um, where we have a community of anywhere, depending on the time of the year, between 40 and 60 members. So I'm very pleased with um, the community that I have built. We have built the space because of the community. It was because they had asked, you know, can we get a space and, you know, can we create it and can we keep going in this way? And we've just developed and developed the the training and the online programs as a result of what my clients have wanted. So it's always come out of their desire for things. Um, I too um, um, grow with them. So I believe myself to be a part of the community, not uh, not always just the leader of the community, um, because they too are my community. They're the place where I go to be social, to connect with them. I know everything about most of my clients, their names, their husband's names, their kids' names, their dog's names, um, what they're struggling with, what they're trying to achieve. And I believe that that is what makes me uh, an amazing trainer and coach to them. And that's what makes our community so successful. And we're also be able to do that um, online as well, being able to connect with our community. It's small and mighty. Um, and I believe that that is also one of the best elements of it. We do span a global reach with a lot of our clients in the U.S. because I spend a lot of time studying there myself um, and also, you know, throughout the world. I have family uh, in Australia and originally myself is from New Zealand, if you did not know. Oh, and if you do occasionally hear barking, I uh, do podcasts at home uh, with my son who I homeschool who sleeps a lot, so he's fine with regards to noise. But I have a Jack Russell dog called Happy Dog um, or Happy his full name is Happy Dog, um, but he likes to bark. And I was figuring out how to do podcasts without having a barking dog and realized that it's impossible. So if you hear him bark, it's just because he's alerting us to danger or is expressing his emotions, of which he has a lot of emotions and barks a lot. So welcome to the podcast, Happy Dog. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about was my own uh, journey in terms of health and fitness that... I have been a vegetarian since I was um, 12 years old. My mom made me for the first six months of being vegetarian still eat fish as a test um, if I could still stick with it. And then after that six months, I 
chose not to eat any fish. So I have been a vegetarian for um, a long time, over 30 years, I suppose. Um, and then I became dairy free um, just after or just before I think Josh was born. So that's 14 years. Um, I still eat the occasional bit of cheese. You know, cheese is probably my biggest downfall, going to be honest. Um, but I generally stick to non-dairy cheese. So I'll have the occasional feta or goat's cheese, but very rarely these days. Very, very rarely. I'll still, I'll still eat a little bit of cottage cheese, which doesn't affect my gut. I've been tested with that. Um, but yeah, that's about it in terms of, the, you know, cheese. But cheese is a, is a big thing. And it would be one of my give ups that we do as part of our Goddess Got Goals Challenge on a regular basis. Um, I gave up gluten um, myself also about eight years ago, I was tested that I had a wheat allergy and it really was affecting me in terms of my, um, the aches and pains I was having in the, my body. I had vertigo symptoms, which were really quite bad. Um, I was having really bad stress reactions to those symptoms. Um, I actually thought that I had the Epstein-Barr, um, or I had some sort of really bad virus at the time. And basically, it was a very dark time. But once I was diagnosed with my gluten allergy and I put a couple of uh, stress relieving practices in place, uh, was getting regular adjustments for, I was actually also very much grinding my jaw, uh, which I know a lot of ladies do from the stress from that grind, literally why we put that in the intro as well, that once I did a couple of changes to that was getting regular body work and um, adjustments with my kinesiologist that within a couple of weeks I was able to come out of that very easily. I also did a candida cleanse and a few other things to really look after my body and through that that process um, I was able to learn even more about nutrition. So although I had studied nutrition and health coaching, um, I was one of the first health coaches in Northern Ireland or in Ar the whole of Ireland to study under Dr. Sears, uh, who was in America. And I also um, have about five other different qualifications in nutrition, diet specialist, plant-based stuff, um, also uh, naturopathy and, oh, lots of stuff all about herbs and stuff too, because I'm a lover of all things tea, which you'll hear. Um, but it was through going through that actual journey myself that I'm now able to more confidently tell women just how much either dairy or gluten or meat or other things can really impact a body um, in terms of hormone balance, which we're going to talk a lot about on this on this podcast, but also in terms of if you're wanting to lose fat, if you're wanting to change your shape, if your energy levels all, all over the place, all of this is linked and therefore, the more that you know about it and the more that you test it yourself and not be afraid to test, you know, stop taking something for a little while, see how that works, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, as a vegetarian, when I first became a vegetarian, I, I make the joke to say that, you know, I was a carbitarian. You know, I literally lived off pasta and cheese most of my whole entire life. And... um it, it really doesn't surprise me that I did develop uh, a wheat allergy, you know, in my 30s because of the amount of pasta and bread and cheese and butter that I ate, basically. Um, and, you know, people always say, well, gluten, you know, people, my grandmother didn't have gluten issues and my, my you know, my mother didn't even have gluten issues. My mom actually was um, dairy intolerant as she uh, got older. And it turns out one of my brothers is both gluten and dairy intolerant too, which is interesting. 
But the reason why, just so you know, is that the way that food is manufactured and made now, when you do actually begin to give up or cut out these 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 parts of uh, food, you start to realize it's in everything. So when your mom and your grandparents were eating food, they were eating a lot of whole foods. They were eating vegetables. They were eating meat. They were eating bread that was just made out of bread, <laughs> flour and yeast and water and whatever else. And that was it. It didn't contain chemicals. It didn't have to sit on your kitchen counter for two weeks and still be okay. Um, it was bread that lasted a couple of days. It was fresh and of, 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 sometimes freshly made. Um, so yeah, it's it, it kind of, if we look at it, it, we can't compare what we eat now to what was eaten even 30 or 40 years ago, because it's just not you know, our, our eating habits have completely changed. So we'll be talking about that too on our podcast. And um, the last thing I want to talk about in terms of my own journey is that in terms of my fitness. So it was also during that time um, when I had the vertigo, when I was having issues with regards to aches and pains, that I was training for my second marathon. So I trained for a first marathon uh, thinking I, w- I was a runner. Um, yeah. I am not a runner. I am not somebody who really has a um, desire to do much running because I'm just not really built for running. Um, if you've ever seen the shape of me, I am a apple uh, shape. I would be somebody who, when I carry weight, it's all around my belly. I am I'm large busted and I'm very wee. So running um, is not something that my body is designed for. Now I look at Josh, for example, who has all my uh, long limbness and he's very, you know, uh, the typical ectomorph, which is somebody who's very long limbed and um, built for speed, as I like to say. And that boy can run. He can run, he can jump, he can do things. But he's also, you know, when he's when he was roughing and tumbling with friends who are more on the on the stockier side, as we say, which is more the endomorph um, side, he that's where he doesn't have the same strength or the same mass to be able to do that. This is just different body shape related stuff. Doesn't mean that one's good or that one's bad. It's just the way that it is. So he's built for speed. I am not. So um, interestingly, it was when I started to train for my second marathon that I realized my body was not designed to run. Um, I was getting a lot of hips, shoulder, knee issues. And realistically, it just wasn't my way to find true fitness. I also found that even with all the running that I was doing, which was sometimes 30, 40 miles a week, I still was holding on to belly fat and my body shape didn't look the way that I wanted it to. And uh, so I always tell the story of how I started into kettlebell training, which was that I met a girl in a bar. Yes, I did. I met a girl in a bar um, after our nutritional conference. She uh, was a kettlebell trainer. She was on the panel during that kettlebell, um, sorry, during that nutritional conference. And when I met her, I was like, you know, she, she was very healthy looking. She was very fit looking. She talked about these things called kettlebells. I had no idea what they were. So I went and spoke to her about them. And then she said that there are these strength training bullets that are amazing for women that you can keep at home and do home-based workouts. I have YouTube videos online. Why don't you do those? And that was me hooked. I came home and I bought my first kettlebells from Argos. They were plastic ones with sand inside um, from Davina McCall, bless her. And I just started swinging my bells following her videos. And I know I wasn't doing that good a job. I am not somebody who's naturally motivated. I consider myself the laziest healthy person that you may know. Um, But... 
I kind of got a bit hooked because as soon as I started doing it, one, I felt instantly better. If she was saying doing four circuits, I would do, or she said do six circuits, I would only do four because I'm that lazy. But I noticed that within a couple of weeks that my arms were toning up, that my, my midsection was coming in. And I thought, okay, if I'm only kind of half asking this now, which I was, could you imagine what it would be like if I did more? If Could you imagine if I actually did the six circuits she suggested? Could you imagine if I lifted a heavier bell? Could I lift a heavier bell? And that's when I realized the addictive and motivating nature of kettlebell training. So during this time, I was still working um, uh, in a corporate environment as a business advisor, as a, as a business mentor um, and, and business trainer. And I really did not like how my, the organization that I was working with was, was moving. I had loved my job in the first year or so, um, but realized that quickly it wasn't for me. I'm not a very good employee. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit too rebellious. <laughs> I'm a little bit too um, entrepreneurial. I'm a little bit too wanting to work on my own. Um, and I don't do well with micromanaging. So I just decided that that was that. I'm going to give up my corporate. I'm going to study and become a personal trainer and I'm going to run classes. So I did a bit of both for a while. I became self-employed as a business uh, mentor and wrote business plans, which I got play, paid for, which kind of paid the bills while I built up my class business, which I did over two years. And I have to say it was one of the best things that I ever did. Um, my kettlebell qualification uh, story is also one of my favorites because it really sums up what I think the fitness industry is about right now and why I'm trying to do things differently um, in the much that, you know, after doing my level two fitness qualification, you have to do um, level two fitness, which is called the gym instructor. Then you can go on to do kettlebell training and then you go on to become a personal trainer. But uh, first of all, I was one of the oldest people. I became a personal trainer at the ripe old age of 39. Uh, so I was definitely one of the oldest in the room, not the oldest, but one of the oldest. And um, I was only one of two who passed the exam first time. Um, I just test very well. I actually quite enjoy taking exams. I'm a really nerdy person that way. I consider myself a health geek. So the information that I was being, you know, taught, I was just lapping it up. It was really interesting to me. The only downside was I wasn't going to the gym at the time. I don't even like the gym. Still not really that fond of it, to be honest with you. Um... All I wanted to do was teach women kettlebells, but I had to learn how to use the gym equipment and I had to learn how to coach people on this gym equipment, in addition to learning anatomy and physiology, which I actually really enjoyed. So I just learned the system, passed the exam, so all I can do was think about teaching women kettlebells. My kettlebell instructor qualification had four people in it. There was two dudes and two, two ladies. Um, I call them dudes because they were dudes. Um, they were as wide as they were tall, super buff uh, personal trainers. The other lady who I met was um, just won a fitness model competition. Um, and actually, I still I still actually have met her recently. I went to uh, my friend's fitness model competition and she was um, competing against her, which was quite interesting. And she was like, kettlebell queen. That's kind of it. Um, but at that time, I really wasn't going to the gym. I was running a bit and I was swinging a bit in my living room. And that was about it. And what I realized was in that room, in that moment, 
I was my target market. I was the, the lady that I wanted to train. Somebody who didn't do a lot of strength training, maybe has never heard of a kettlebell before or never done any strength training, knew that it was a good idea and how can I teach them that? So during my own uh, kettlebell instructor qualification, my thoughts were always, if he can't teach this to me in 10 minutes, how can I teach that to somebody else? And I kept that in mind the whole way through so that when I did qualify, which I did, and passed that exam, I only taught the the moves and the, the structure in a way that I knew that people could learn it. And we started off with a really great uh, approach to that. And then I just became hooked. Kettlebell training is amazing because... There is no end to it, if that makes sense. It's a little bit like yoga. It's a bit more like a practice than it is a workout. It is a workout, but it's a bit more like a practice. You can have kettlebell flows, which kind of work with your mind as well as your body. And anytime you've mastered something, then you're just mastering it at a higher level next time around. And that how that is how that works. So yeah, kettlebell training, very addictive. We're going to be talking about a lot of that on the podcast as well. So that's a little bit of a story about me. So what I want to do is bring this all around to how I'm going to help you today to answer the how to feel better question right now, what you can action and what you can do. And it's quite simply, what I want you to do is think of how you can Actually, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you three tips today, I think. The first one being, how can you balance out, dilute or actually drown out the negative uh, streams of information that you're listening to? So whether that be listening to podcasts like this, thank you very much, or whether it be uh, seeking out other podcasts, whether it be getting yourself a really juicy audio book, um, whether that be, you know, watching some Netflix or hanging out with family time. You need some positive information in your life to balance out the scary, you know, brain that the brain loves. The brain seeks out, uh, and this is what I also learned during Brooke Castillo's um, uh, Dealing with Chaos series that she's got going on handling chaos is that the brain itself seeks out things that make it startled because it's looking for danger your brain's job is to look for danger to keep you safe so it's constantly looking for danger constantly looking to be startled and that is what it's addicted to so it's addicted to to watching and reading the news at the moment it's addicted to um, going on Facebook and, and reading all those posts and, and people freaking out and the panics and all that sort of stuff. So you need to help it. It By all means, it can continue to do that. It can continue to look for the danger because sometimes you need to get the information, but you need to balance that out with good, juicy stuff. So my first action for you today is balance it out. Find a podcast you can listen to. I'm going to, in the show notes, list out three podcasts I would recommend. Brooke Castillo's and her Handling Chaos, amazing. Um, the Ride, Rise podcast with Rachel Hollis. Rachel's my girl. I love her. Uh, I would definitely recommend that. Um, and there are other ones too, positive ones that I listen to um, in terms of habits and understanding yourself, etc. So I'm going to share those three in the show notes. The other thing that I want to share is um, 
give yourself a goal, okay? Create something that during this time, if you're stuck at home, if you are um, having to self-isolate, if you are not in your usual routine, which I still recommend that you try to keep to as much of your routine as you can, that you have always wanted to do. To do. Maybe you've always wanted to um, paint that spare room. Maybe you've always wanted to do some more gardening and, and grow some vegetables. Maybe you've always wanted to read a certain book that you haven't read or write a book. Maybe that's a goal that you've always wanted. Maybe you've always wanted an at-home yoga practice. There's so many free resources out there. Again, I'll share those in the show notes. Maybe you want to get into the best shape ever. Hello, we have so many free resources that you can do, or we have our online community programs that you can get involved with. Shout out to the Warrior Goddess Body Program. I'll add that into the show notes as well. We have a beginners-based strength training program. All of our workouts are done at home, just like the workout that I did for the very first time at home. That's how I learned my kettlebell training and started my own journey. Um, so... Set yourself a goal, 30-day goal, something positive, something that you can um, work towards every day that's going to keep you in a positive mindset, that's going to keep you moving forward, and that is what I would recommend. And then the third habit that I 100% say, hand on heart, that you need to do no matter what, and this is what we do as part of our Goddess Got Goals challenge, our 90-day challenge, is... One of our first things that we track as part of our five-star tracker is our daily goals and gratitude, writing out what our goals are, what is it that we're working towards, but what are the three things that we're grateful for, that we're blessed for, the blessings within our lives. Why is gratitude so important? It's that abundance mentality, not scarcity, we're going to run out of toilet roll mentality, no abundance mentality. It's also going to help you to feel blessed when you feel blessed and in gratitude, in the state of gratitude, you cannot feel fear. Fear and gratitude cannot reside in the same place within your body. So let's replace that fear, that panic, that, that, that's, that fear. I mean, and your fear is valid. It's not that I'm not saying don't feel fearful. Our body is wired to, to feel fear at a time where that startling brain stuff is going on. But if we can balance it out with the gratitude and the blessings, that is going to help you. So I'm going to share all of that in the in the show notes with how you can take action. But what I want you also to do is wherever you've heard this podcast today, please go and write a comment or a review wherever that might be. I really want to hear if this podcast is going to help you to become the best version of yourself, to help you to feel better, which is what our, our topic is for today. Um, but also, I just want to know that we're reaching you, that this is something that you are looking for and that is helping you. Um, if you like it and you want to get more of the episodes regularly, wherever you listen, Spotify or iTunes, etc., that you can go and subscribe. I would love for you to subscribe. Please, please. I'm very excited to see how this podcast works out. And know that if you want it, I will be here every day for 20 minutes or so just talking about it. This podcast was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be, but it's the intro. Um, but I'm really glad for you to... Um, yeah, to be a part of this. So also what I'm going to do is... As this grows, I'm going to create a separate little Facebook group for us so we can be in there talking about the topics. Um, but until then, and until I know that, um, uh, everything that you need will be um, on the website. So going to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com 
and um, we'll find the podcast show notes in there. I haven't set the page up yet, but I'm going to go and figure out how to create that and do that for you. But show notes is where it's at. So please share this with people that need to hear the message. Subscribe to the podcast. Comment and let us know if you took action on this um, and what you think of our podcast. And then stay tuned for our next one, which will be coming soon. And I'm hoping to do one tomorrow. So until then... I want you to take action to think about how you can stop your brain from all that startling panic information to help you to to feel better by focusing on a goal and what you can control and to try to stay in gratitude as much as we can to look for joy and to look for the blessings that we have in our life. And until then, see you soon. Bye bye for now. Peace out.